Brandon Spivey here uh, with the Markout Movie Podcast. Um, here today on this Wednesday to give you some more movie news. Uh, so we'll get right off to it. Straight out of the gate, uh, Dave Batista has tried everything to be in the Gears of War movie. And I made a joke about this on Facebook yesterday um, when, I heard, when I saw the article about it. Uh, Maybe if he could draw more. No, seriously, if he could draw more. Like, Stuber was supposed to be his first, you know, film where he was supposed to be the lead, and it, it flopped. So, you know, he's got that My Spy, which got pushed back because of Stuber flopping. Uh, Gears of War would be a big video game adaptation movie, um, which I think he'd be great for. I do. He's got that size, and, uh, you know, he's he's got that look for a, a film like this. Um, I've never actually played the game, but I do own it. Uh, own a lot of games that I've never played. And, but I'm, try, I'm trying to get to them. But yeah, I think Batista, you know, he's tried everything to be in a Gears of War movie, but, you know, you know, it just hasn't happened. Uh, but, and I, I think once it does, and Gears of War is going to happen, of course. And once it does happen, I... Batista's name, uh, uh, he he's already up there with who should be cast in a, in this type of movie, and I think he will. And he did make some comments about The Rock and uh, John Cena, what they do, and he doesn't want to do anything like them. But the truth is, he's got to do films, you know, that fit, you know, his greenness. He's very he's very green as an actor. I mean, he's great as Groot, but he's not a main character. He's not great as Groot. Uh, my bad. Drats. He's great as Drats. Vin Diesel's Groot. But he's great as Drats. Um, and uh, he's a comic relief in the Guardians of the Galaxy. And look, that's great. But he's never he doesn't have the chops yet to be a leading man. And uh, that's just the truth. I mean, uh, I like Dave. Uh, I've always liked Batista as a professional wrestler. And... Uh, even as an actor, I've seen a couple of his movies. Movies before he even got the Guardians and Galaxy role. I saw a movie where he did a movie with uh, Rob Van Dam on the wrong side of town. I believe it was called a little action drama, independent film. I thought it was pretty good for what it was. Um, but you know, I, I wish Dave all the best and trying to get a Gears of War movie off the ground and to be in it. But I don't think any studio that big, you know, that big of a film. It's going to take a chance on him being a lead uh, when he can't even, you know, draw money for a little action comedy, you know. Uh, just my thoughts on it. Um, people may disagree with me, and that's fine, but that is my thoughts on that. Um, Wesley Snipes uh, supports the MCU's Blade reboot. On, um, you know, the, of course, we all know the casting was made at, at Comic-Con in San Diego. Uh I can't pronounce this guy's name. Maharshal Ali. I, I know I, I'm. 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 Ba, I'm ba, ugh, can't even speak. I'm botching that one. But uh, Wesley Snipes has given his support, and uh, Wesley Snipes will be considered the Godfather for. You know. You know he's going to be considered the Godfather of Blade, and and really for Marvel. Uh, before Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man, Wesley Snipes was Blade. I think he really got that product off the ground, even though Blade was way before Iron Man. But still, people loved that character and they loved him as Blade. So, it's kudos for Wesley showing support for this Blade reboot. 
I think he's going to show up in the MCU. I think he's going to show up in the new Blade movie. I think you got to have Wesley Snipes in Blade. I think either he... I've said it before. Um, maybe he's the villain. Or maybe he's like a father figure to Blade. Uh, maybe he is Blade's father. I mean, we don't know. But uh, I look forward to that movie. And I'm glad Wesley is you know, showing support. As he should. I mean... Nothing lasts forever, you know, and I think he should so show support to it. Um, but yeah, that's let's, let's move on to the next one. Um, let's see. I didn't write them down today, so it's gonna it's gonna go a little bit slower. Um, but I don't think we'll have as many new movie news topics today, but we will see. Oh, see, see, see. What does everyone think about the Cats movie? All right, I finally did get to see the trailer to it uh, at the uh, Lion King. Uh, when we saw Lion King, uh, they showed the trailer to Cats. I thought it was cringeworthy to watch. But my girlfriend's excited for it. She's trying to explain why, you know, what the, what the Cats represent and everything. I just thought, but overall, I just thought it looked uh, cringeworthy. Uh, but... Well, I like to know what other people think about the Cats movie. Are you excited to see it? Uh, are you, you know, gonna skip it? Or, I'm just curious about that. I really am. I mean, I, I really am curious about it. Let's see though. Let's see what we got next. Um, I guess. Oh boy. Here's here's one. Um. Spider-Man Far From Home turned Happy Hogan into a better Uncle Ben than Tony Stark. I don't know if I agree with that at all. Uh, I, I No, I don't agree with that at all. Uh, you know, I wish they would have had Uncle Ben, but Tony Stark was a great Uncle Ben. Uh, you know, since you're not going to put Uncle Ben, he, he was great, like a father figure to uh, Peter Parker. Uh, I, I just don't. I don't understand how you can say happy is a is is a like uncle is a better Uncle Ben than Tony Stark. I really, I really don't see how you could say that. But obviously, some people think that. But I don't. But man, here's another one. A little, it's not really newsworthy. But Fast and Furious movie timeline and viewing order, which I'm not even gonna look at this because I know it. It's the Fast and the Furious. It's too Fast, too Furious. It's Fast and Furious. It's Fast Five. It's Fast and Furious Six. It's Fast and the, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, Furious Seven, and the Fate of the Furious, followed by Hobbs and Shaw and Fast and Furious Nine. But you know, I look. I don't even know why this is a thing, but you know, but it is. Uh, Black Widow theories. Um. Uh, Taskmaster is set to be the main villain in Black Widow. Solo movie. Uh, I'm okay with this as long as uh, they don't kill Taskmaster. Taskmaster, because he's not shown up in any of the other Marvel movies, and he, you know, he deserves to show up in other films too. Like, you know, I, I just don't think he, you should put him in Black Widow and then kill him off. So I'm hoping they don't do that. Um, but. Uh, you know, they may do it. And be like, well, at least he got to be in it. Um, 
But uh, let's let's see what else we got here. Mm. Not much movie news today, though. I'm on, I'm almost done. Um, but I am going to talk about. I, I'm going to talk about one. A trailer dropped uh, today. Um, and uh, it was called The Fanatic, and it stars John Travolta, Devin Sawa. Uh, John Travolta's playing a, um, a stalker. He's an obsessed fan stalking his favorite action star, which is played by Devin Sawa. And I, the trailer dropped, and I, I'm one of the few that actually love it. Um, so, I, you know, I, lo- I watched the trailer, and I just thought, man, I, I was just so captivated by John Travolta's performance. Uh, I thought he was, he was very off the walls. He's got a mental problem, clearly. Uh, but he puts on this Jason mask, though. I mean, I don't, that, that's not shown in the trailer, I don't think, but it is, you got a picture of him with it on. Uh, maybe it is shown, I don't remember. I just watched it, but I don't remember. I know it's, it's a a headline with his Jason mask on. Uh, so he's a big Friday 13th fan, apparently, and he just takes it too far. He just wants to meet this guy and get an autograph, and, uh, I don't know what happened that it doesn't happen, uh, but he gets kicked out of the autograph session, and I guess it's at a con, uh, you know, a Comic-Con, you know, thing, uh, where he's meeting him, but, uh, he gets kicked out, and then he goes, he finds where he lives and goes to his house, just to meet this guy, and of course, the Devin's character's play his name Hunter. I didn't get a last name watching the trailer, but his name Hunter, and he's kind of a jerk about it, you know. He says, "I don't want to ever see you again around here near me again." But you know, I in you know Travolta, I guess somehow kidnaps him, <laughs> and then, so it's kind of like the fan meets misery. I guess that's what a lot of people are comparing it to. Uh, but they're being very negative about it. I thought it looked good. Look, this is a little, little, a little film. This is not a big budget film. I guess people think it's a big budget film, but no, it's not. It's a, it's a small film, and for for what it is, I think it looks outstanding. I really do, and I, I can't wait for it, man. I'm pumped for that movie, and I haven't seen a John Travolta movie in a while. Uh, I still buy his movies on Blu-ray. Uh, I just haven't watched one in a while, but you know. I, I'm excited for the f- fanatic. Uh, I, I, when I heard about he was doing this, doing a fanatic, and he was, uh, was about a stalker, I thought he was going to play the, you know, maybe an aging action star because you know he did a few action films in his day, uh, Face Off, Broken Arrow, From Paris with Love. Uh, he was a hitman in, uh, in Pulp Fiction. I mean, he's he's no he knows his way around action. But no, he's playing the stalker, and I I love that. I did even more because he's going to get to be the villain. But he's got a mental problem. You can clearly see he's got one. I mean, he, his haircut, the way he dresses, it's it's outstanding. It looks like something I want to see. And I'm, for a small film that's going to go straight to DVD and Blu-ray, uh, I'm pumped up for it. And I'm not. I don't usually get pumped up for straight to DVD releases. And not all of them are bad, in my opinion. But look, I'm really pumped for this one. Uh, I love the idea of John Travolta playing this type of character. Travolta's one of my favorite actors. Um, I, I will go ahead and say he is my favorite. But it, it's close between him and Stallone. I mean, I, and, you know, there's a lot. I mean, you got Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Cruise, Denzel Washington. I mean, uh, Mel Gibson. Look, I love so many. And, and a lot of them are aging. 
these days. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I love him too. Uh, look, I got a lot, a lot of guys I love from from my childhood to now, and you know they're they're all getting older, and you know and you know I still support them though, and that's a beautiful thing. True fan, true fandom there. Uh, but up next is Vin Diesel confirmed Riddick Four script is written. Um, it's gonna be called Riddick Four. Furia, uh, that's I think where his home is. I think that's what it's called. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, Pitch Black was is one of my favorite Vin Diesel movies. Um, yeah, I thought it was outstanding. The Chronicles of Riddick, I hate. <laughs> uh, Riddick, I liked. Uh, you know, I thought it was much better than the second one. Um, went back to basics a little bit. I enjoyed it. it wasn't a great movie, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, Riddick Four, though. Yeah, I don't know where it's going to go. But I will say this. They did a prequel uh, to these movies. Two, two video games, actually. And I thought they were very solid. And, uh, you know, I, I would love to see them go back and do the prequels. Obviously, Vin Diesel's older, so they have to cast another actor. I love the character, though, of Riddick. Uh, you know, I really do. I think it's his favorite. It's, I think it's his best character. Other than Groot. <laughs> but I am Groot. You know, that's all he says. But other than Groot, I think Riddick is his best character. I think it's better than Dominic Toretto or Xander Cage or any other character he's ever played. So I'm excited for Riddick 4. Um, let me know what y'all think about Riddick 4. Are you excited for any Vin Diesel movie um, outside outside of the MCU or, you know, Fast and the Furious? I know he's supposed to do Bloodshots, another comic book movie. Uh, I don't know anything about that, but... You know, I know he's supposed to do it. Um, uh, sorry, I just got I got sidetracked. I saw uh, some something about Nicolas Cage. He's he's going to visit some old friends in a clip from his upcoming action to a score to settle another action film for Nick Cage. Um, I'm not sure if that's what it's called, a score to settle. Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna go into too much of that one, because I don't know what it is. I'm not gonna read it. I just, it just surprised me to see Nick Cage on here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, look, Nick needs work, too. I haven't seen a Nick Cage film in forever, but I do know he's gotten some praise for, uh, two films, and that was Mom and Dad and, uh, Mandy, and I have them both. Uh, look, Nick... He's been through a lot in his career, but what I just I don't know, man. I, I got off topic about Nick Cage, and uh, but yeah, I he's been through a lot, and you know I, I still support him. I, I I still like him. It's just I haven't seen anything he's done recently, uh, so I, I can't really say much. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you know. I want to talk about this a little bit. Moving on a little bit. Shark Week 2019 schedules upon us. I'm not going to really talk about the actual Shark Week. Uh, but, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's a movie coming on during Shark Week on Discovery that I'm going to check out. But I want to talk a little bit about Shark Week. Because um, next week, me and Aaron getting back together. Because uh, he's going to be returning from vacation. And we're going to do a Shark Week week episode and we're, we're doing cinema culture on jaws everything jaws 
I we're gonna probably review the movie. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna. I don't even have to watch it. I've seen the movie so many times. I know pretty much the entire movie by heart. It's my favorite film. So uh, obviously, during Shark Week episode, to pay a little respect to sharks, we would do Jaws. But I, th- I th- I'm not sure on this. Uh, what we're gonna? I think we're gonna do a versus mode of two shark films. I think we're doing the Reef versus the Shallows. But I may be wrong. Um, we may be doing the reef versus 47 meters down. I'll have to get back in contact with him to find out. But I look forward to that. I'm also planning to do, and he said he would do this too, a book versus movie of the Meg. Uh, and I'm going to try to do my, my top 10 and worst 10 shark films for Shark Week. I just wanted to make that a little announcement here on since I saw this Shark Week schedule. Um, I mean, I'll go ahead and say it. If, if we have some shark fans out here, I'll go ahead and, and see what's planned. Um, you know, um, Sunday, uh, July 28th, Expedition Unknown Megalodon. I would actually be interested to watch that. I, I really would. Uh, 9 p.m. is Shark Trip, Eat, Pray, Chum. Uh, 11 p.m., Shark After Dark. Um, Monday... July 29th, it's Sharks of the Badlands at 8 p.m. At 9 p.m., it's Legend of the Deep Blue. At 10 p.m., it's the Sharks of Hidstone Hell. At 11 p.m., it's Shark After Dark. All right, for Tuesday, 8 p.m., it's Shark Wrecked Crash Landing. 9 p.m., Laws of Jaws, Dangerous Waters. 10 p.m., Air Jaws Strikes Back. 11 p.m. will be Shark After Dark. Now, Wednesday, this is the movie that's coming out. Not, I mean, it's at 9 p.m., but it's the movie. At 8 p.m., it's Extinct or Alive, The Lost Shark. At 9 p.m., it's the movie that I'm going to be recording and watching at some point. Capsized, Blood in the Water. I actually may review that movie if it's decent enough to review. I think Josh Dummel is starring in it. At 11 p.m., it's Shark After Dark. And on Thursday, uh, 8 p.m., Return to Shark 2. Uh, 9 p.m., Great White Kill Zone can't pronounce what it is <laughs> but 10 p.m it's monster mako perfect predator and 11 p.m it's shark after dark and on friday at 8 p.m it's isles of jaws blood brothers 9 p.m andrew main ghost diver 10 p.m i was prey shark week uh and saturday uh 8 p.m sharks gone wild 2 9 p.m shark week immersion and it's uh, and sunday august 4th 8 p.m Serenchete. I don't know what that is, but look, I look forward to the movie, though. Uh, I mean, I look forward to any shark movie that's coming out. I'm looking forward to, op- not open water, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged, the sequel to 47 Meters Down. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so I look, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking forward to it, all that. So, but uh, here's some sad news, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Blade Runner co-star... Hitcher star, uh, as I said on Facebook, he was a co-star in Nighthawks with Sylvester Stallone and Billy D. Williams, and he 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 was in the action movie um, Blind Fury where he was a swordsman but he was blind. Um, Ruger Hauer Hauer Hauer, uh, you know, he was in Batman Begins as well. Uh, has passed away at the age of seventy-five. Um, I really enjoyed his work. You know. Well, 
Uh, me and my girlfriend recently watched a movie he did in, um, I want to say the late 80s. Um, it was kind of an alien slash predator ripoff, which I still thought, you know, was it was okay. It wasn't bad. I watched it as a kid and I loved it. So uh, I went back and watched this. Uh, it was on Amazon Prime and um, I forget the name of it, but it kind of looks like he's, it's in the future, supposed to be in the future, and he's hunting this creature that killed his partner um and uh the final scene is actually pretty cool uh, still to this day i thought uh you know i enjoyed it for the most part i mean there were some scenes that were dragged on i i want to say sharon stone was in this too i may be wrong though uh but i want to say she was but i could be wrong uh I probably am wrong, but it doesn't seem like Sharon Stone would do a movie like that. But I can look it up real quick and see what it what it was. But anyway, I will get back to what I'm talking about. Uh, he was just he was just such a good uh, you know a good pioneer for action films back in the day for me anyway. Uh, he did a few. Um, uh, he was he was just such a good character act character actor. Uh, you know I've. I just thought he was a really good actor, you know. I, I always enjoyed his work, and it's sad that he's he's gone. But uh, you know, I'm getting on to, I'm getting onto his name now. IMDb. I'm gonna find out what this movie was. I know it was in the. Let's see. Let's see, there we go. Split second made. It was made in 1992. It wasn't Sharon Stone. I knew I was wrong about that. <laughs> Kim Cattrall from Sets in the City was in this. Um, and that's about it. Uh, it, it it's got a actually pretty good rating on IMDb. A 6.2. Like, I think it's still, you know, it's very watchable. I'd probably give it a, still give it a 3 out of 5 markouts. Uh, you know, maybe I should just review this film. But, I, I, man, I really liked it. I mean, as a kid, I loved it. It scared me as a kid, um, honestly. Uh, I shouldn't have been watching as a kid because it has nudity in it, but I, I really enjoyed it uh, as a kid, and I still enjoy it as an adult. Uh, Beth didn't really care about it, but you know I still thought it was pretty cool to see. Uh, so it's—I was—I really liked him though, especially in *Blind Fury*. That—that that really was an awesome, awesome '80s action film. I loved him in *Nighthawks*. He plays the villain, but it's just sad, you know, to hear that he's passed away. So my my thoughts and prayers are with his family um, at this hard time because I know it's hard for him, even if he was aging and was seventy five. But yeah, that's um that is all of movie news today. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, Thursday's episode of movie news. Um, I enjoy doing this. I hope y'all enjoy listening. Um, but that is all for today. So this is Brandon Spivey signing off.